Yes, we are recording. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome back to Homeschool, episode 67, the podcast where Andrew Rivers and I do some monologue jokes with a celebrity comedian guest, and they, uh, <laughs> they riff, they ignore, they laugh, they uh, make fun of, uh, they leave the Zoom entirely, um, and then we just BS about life and what's going on in the world this week. We are with John Bander, everybody. Hey, the tour is. manager for us on this uh, Hofstetter tour. Oh, and, very exciting. Uh, the man, the glue that keeps it all together. Mm-hmm. The therapist for everybody to complain yeah. to. The neutral party. Do you sniff him like the glue? Like, uh, <laughs> no, but like glue, I'm just mostly a dead horse. <laughs> yeah, beat, well. beat that dead horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very exciting well hey what do you Nick. what should now that people have met you where should they go to see you be funny because you're funny uh, as well well if you i'm at john banner on twitter and really my best stuff is on a, a, a youtube channel called characters welcome if you go to that youtube channel uh characters welcome ucb um i have my own playlist called john bander j-o-n and that's where my best stuff is so go there check me out if you don't like the first two or three there's like 22 of them you don't have to bother with the rest <laughs> you've already decided Fair enough, that's how i feel about it. my act yeah, yeah. <laughs> get two jokes in like well you're not gonna like the rest of these well what's <laughs> funny is you start your act by with a joke that always works yeah. and then you're like they're gonna get better yeah yeah and everyone's like that was mm, good that was fine i like to trick uh, them you know <laughs> mm-hmm. There's people we could talk about that a little bit. People do kind of make fun of my saver lines for jokes that work fine, but um insecurity. Hey. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> what do we got coming up, Andrew? You and I are gonna be doing some things together. Eggplant. Uh <laughs> December second is Portland, Oregon. December third is Eugene, Oregon. December fourth is Bend, Oregon. Do you wanna come drive us around? Well, definitely <laughs> to Bend. I love that. Bend or. Uh, Bendor. Um, and then uh, the 12th is Renton, Washington. And uh, all of these are big little music venues, about 150 to 300 seats there. So, and it's all 100% self produced, which means uh, you buy tickets, it goes directly to Corey's alcohol problem. All right. Yeah, I don't have enough alcohol. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a problem. problem. <laughs> And then we're working on with Snatchy, Wenatchee with Snatchy, maybe for January. Tri we'll cities, see. hopefully, yeah. if these Tri people would get back maybe. to us, you know, it's. Uh, I mean, you've sent about uh, two dozen emails, and we've I got. I see you on everyone, just response. so you know. I yeah. see them. Three responses, maybe something like that. That's <laughs> yeah. not a good rate. <laughs> not a good uh, ratio. <laughs> but Bellevue, maybe, maybe uh, I don't know. The, the, the terms and conditions of Bellevue seemed a little. Uh, I don't know if I like those, but all right, we'll get to that. That's not for the podcast. Let's do the jokes. But first, a three-second pause because I don't know how to edit things. Hey, welcome to Homeschool, episode 67. Uh, It was daylight savings time this week. Did you fall back this weekend, Corey? I fall back every weekend. What is that supposed to mean? Oh, I get blackout drunk. Uh, oh, okay. That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> well, we apologize for the delayed podcast last week. I have a religious exemption to writing jokes, and 
uh, Corey's allergic to two out of the three ingredients. So, um, punchlines after performing in Florida for a week and basically taunting COVID in the face, I feel fine. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say the vaccine works. Well, taunting is a penalty now in the NFL, so be careful, but uh, it's good to hear. Let's ruin the mood with some current events. Democrats lost several elections this week. Uh, the vote tilted by white women from the suburbs who didn't go to college, whose main concern was education. Oh, oh boy. Don't get Corey started on ranting against spoiled white women. Well, fuck them. <laughs> Look it. Just like spoiled meats, I won't eat them unless I'm desperate. And, uh... <laughs> I've been desperate for a while. <laughs> so between young Britney, Britneys and old balonies, I'm not sure what's making my piss burn. <laughs> Might be the asparagus, I think. Oh, but, shit. Uh, well, people who didn't go to school are worried about their child's education. That's like an election where people are worried about a border crisis being determined by people in Iowa. I'm glad that would never happen. Seems uh, <laughs> good. New Lawn, Texas says That's teachers, the point everyone that comments on my Facebook status doesn't get. But, ah, uh, hilarious. Yeah. I love it. Uh, uh, oh, a new law in Texas uh, says teachers cannot be forced to discuss a widely debated and currently controversial topic of social affairs. And if you do, you're required to approach it from a diverse and contending perspective without deference to anyone. So hot button topics like is a hot dog a sandwich? Is that what they're talking about? Well, for school lunches, it is uh, <laughs> it counts and pizza is a vegetable. Uh, you, got, you can't go in with a preconceived notion on Die Hard. It can either be or not a Christmas movie. Christmas or not. Yeah. You can't say Christmas in the public schools. It's a holiday. It's war a holiday on Christmas movie. in the public schools. You're not allowed. You probably to... can't say holiday in a Texas public school. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. You have to say Christmas. Yeah. Uh, at a training session, though, in uh, Texas, I guess, the example they gave to teachers for this was that if you have a book on the Holocaust, you should also give an opposing side to it. So. Oh, is the Holocaust still a widely debated issue? I mean, I guess some people believe six million people died and some people believe 11 million died. Is that what they're debating? <laughs> That's not the uh, debate. Oh, <laughs> they're debating if they had a time machine, would they go back and kill Hitler? Right? That seems... A little dark for schools. Yeah, well, probably they also don't want to talk about why that button was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why it's was called it called an oven? Because <laughs> of all the, the 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 heat being supplied oh, from okay. the yeah from the, the ovens they burned them in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there yep. it is. We got there. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I mean? Yeah, kill, I go mean, back uh, and kill Hitler? would is you that... kill Hitler? That's a dark subject for school. Maybe yeah. a creative writing class. Uh... Nah, no, I, we don't need more hack comedians doing that. Bit, so. <laughs> That's true. Austin is full, I've heard. But oh uh, yeah, rant and rave. Well, Holocaust aside, <laughs> I think this law has potential. Let's get some new rulers in the school because uh, that is not what six inches looks like. <laughs> this new is rulers. what six inches looks like. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Around some girls like it that around or that wide. Uh, <laughs> new rulers like Stalin? Oh, like a like a oh like a like a ruler. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I measure mine <laughs> using the metric system. I just tell women it's nine and don't mention centimeters. Yeah. I found out my penis was nine inches and then I was holding the ruler backwards. Ruler backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Skippy or whoever wrote that for him. You gotta gotta <laughs> use a an old system of measure. You should be like, my dick is a king's arm. <laughs> or something. I like it. What is a king's arm? 
that was it. like the old. But how long? How like how long is a king's arm? Well, it's a about four kings' dicks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah. Two feet. All right. Wow. <laughs> I like that. King's dicks. Is that where it has a crown on top or not? I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> Mine's a jester. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> who's got that big open hat on the top? It's going all <laughs> bells and whistles. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Amuse me. Uh, well, you, you, Just uh, take my you, pants off. You be beat it like the jester, and there's something like. <laughs> Something there, something. maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, speaking of uh, long schnozzes, uh, if the girls you uh, bang had watched Sesame Street more often, they might know the metric system a little better, and also know not to talk to strangers. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, speaking of which, well, Big Bird from Sesame Street tweeted that um, he or they got vaccinated, <laughs> and uh, conservatives are shitting all over his vehicle for once. Uh, how do you like that, Big Bird? Wow, I think he's just saying that because he feels bad that he started the bird flu, you know? Yeah, well. I need bats. Yeah, we should have known Big Bird was a communist. He's always wearing a mask. But uh, should we really mix political messaging into our cartoons for for TV show? I mean, this TV show is meant for six-year-olds, so, you know, maybe Matt Gates will watch it. But what are we teaching our children out here, you know? Well, I mean, that's what every uh, cartoon is, I guess. But I also wouldn't know. I'm just a substitute uh, teacher. <laughs> I teach the kids it's okay to watch a movie if you have a hangover. You know? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I Netflix and chill with my students. Wait, do you know what that means? Nah, no idea. I'm too old <laughs> to know what that means. But I'm just joking. We play Heads Up 7-Up. Well, I don't know what that is, but it sounds dirtier. Oh. And I thought you said it was nine. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wonder who is the most anti-vax puppet, by the way. There's going to be one of them, you know? Like, my initial instinct is that, like, it's Oscar the Grouch, but he's living in a trash can, so he's actually probably been vaccinated by people just accidentally throwing away needles. Mm. It's definitely Miss Piggy, you know, spoiled white woman, but she is pork, so the other I'd white. Eat her. Yeah, great <laughs> joke, John. Oh, uh, which go. sucks because she's got oh, to be the most at risk of all the Muppets. Oof, high BMI on that one. Uh, well, Animal was uh, normal until he got that Pfizer vaccine. Nobody ever talks about that. I heard it on Joe Rogan. <laughs> Just the biggest yeah. podcast in the world that you know doesn't get don't doesn't get enough attention. I feel like the reason that uh, that they're so mad about Big Bird is really because they're like, let's. Like, he shouldn't get political. Let's go back to a world where a bird wears a tie <laughs> and looks like he's going to work all the time, like uh, all birds should. Yeah, yeah. What is this? You know, uh, teaching the alphabet, teaching math. We don't Not gonna help this you in from your... our cartoons. <laughs> Not going to help you in your bird office. <laughs> well, I mean, these puppets are out of control. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of having a hand up your ass, uh, we live <laughs> in a puppet state. And our fearless leader, Joe Biden, fell asleep at the climate summit last week. Ah, big deal. He fell asleep. Woke mob is at it again. (laughs) I don't get it. Have you uh, seen the video? It sounded boring as hell. No wonder he fell asleep. This is a big seminar on climate change. Let's spice it up a little bit. You can't throw in some videos of volcanoes blowing up or hurricanes to keep them awake, some earthquakes. Yeah, they say it's bad. I mean, there's got to be good footage out there, right? Absolutely. (laughs) 
Wow, fractures. Speaking of fractured relationships, Aaron Rodgers got COVID this week. Uh, he's unvaccinated, so he probably passed it to someone else. Go long. <laughs> In an interview, he said, just a dump off, a little, uh, check down. In an interview, he says he submitted five. He probably handed five... it off to somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete Carroll told him to. Uh, On the one it. yard line. <laughs> He claims, I don't know, he claims he submitted 500 pages of his own research to the NFL on why he didn't need to get vaccinated. His own research. Wow, he was he was really in there with test tubes and a lab coat or. Oh, he just listened to Joe Rogan. No. <laughs> the, the 500 pages was just a transcript from one episode. <laughs> that, that is a long fucking show. Is there an interviewing Ari Shafir? <laughs> oh, good. Uh, yeah, that's that was one. just part one. 500 yeah, pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh. Uh, why is uh, Joe Rogan the go-to guy for medical advice? His job was to get punched in the head. It's like mm. taking dating advice from Rihanna. She used to. Oh, yeah. yeah there you go. Well, that wasn't her uh, job, maybe. But Professional <laughs> athletes might not suffer serious effects from COVID, but you can never be too sure, right? Like, it never hurts to get a vaccine. You'd think of all people, Aaron Rodgers would know the importance of a good insurance policy. Mm, like a good neighbor. He couldn't get a deal. You need that uh, discount. <laughs> well, speaking of being canceled for speaking his mind, uh, I finally watched the Dave Chappelle special this week. Oh, perfect. Let's get three white guys to chime in on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, time hey, I'm we not solve trans. this. Listen, I'm not trans, but I do get called a pussy a lot. So that's got to count for something. Yeah, people used to call you a dick. So you've really transitioned. To, that's to true. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've grown. Uh, well, I wasn't going to watch it until everyone started complaining about it. And uh, so my theory is if you don't like something, shut up about it. You know, mm, it's a decent way to think, I guess. Start sharing the things you do like, uh, like as much as the stuff as you hate, like just Andrew Rivers act or uh, <laughs> he needs the help. Look at his ticket sales in Portland. <laughs> hey, that's like 50 percent your fault. Wow. <laughs> I tried to get strippers 100% off. Uh, well, uh, here's my excuse. All right. Let me know what you think. I I, uh, I think some people are still scared to come out. I think the the pretend mask man date needs to be stopped. Right? Nobody's taking it seriously anymore. And uh, it's like, oh, if you're sitting down, slobber all over your baby back ribs. But if you walk to the bathroom, don't breathe on anybody. No mask on Thursdays, mask on Fridays, unless you're in a TGI Fridays. Enough. Just we've had enough time for everyone to make a decision. We all voted. Let's get back to the squid game. <laughs> That's right. It's not cancel culture. It's consequence culture. And I'm ready to see some consequences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to see some consequences. Cancel culture, by the way, is out of control. Uh, I mean, you can't even have midgets in music videos anymore because of PC culture, and they're losing good jobs out there. <laughs> yeah, you can't say midgets either, but uh, <laughs> hey, we just did. So, well, speaking of a guy that's much lower than me on the totem pole, uh, our guest today is the hilarious John Bander. Woo! Yeah, don't call your dick your totem pole. That's, uh, that's a <laughs> cultural appropriation, and uh, it's not okay. <laughs> All right, a little. Let's have a little uh, band banter. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Like it. Uh. <laughs> I love it. 
How are you? How's you're on month three of this tour? Yeah, I got to go home for a while. Uh huh. No, not me. No, you don't (laughs) ever get replaced. You don't ever uh, get switched out or rotated or no. But that's the thing is I'm listening. I I don't need to get replaced. If I am fired, it's just the tour goes on as normal. (laughs) Like they have to be replaced by other funny people. I for me, it's just like. Okay, Steve has to make two more calls, <laughs> and so he's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and drive a couple and hours. drive a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, you know, he doesn't want to do that. So let me so, ask so this: tour is great. What is the reason for rotating the comics? Just uh, you guys got other shit going on, or uh, give more people opportunities, or a little column A, a little column B. I'm sure. I yeah. mean, um. I'm, I I ended up taking like two months of work. He he sent us all. He's got like what do you say five main people right he's now. He's got like four or five. Yeah, yeah. and so five, I, I think, think he's yeah. planning to add a few more in the new year. Uh, hopefully uh, Kelly Collette joins the tour. But um, uh, but yeah, I think like some people just have their own gigs, or some people sure. want to do. Well, he's you know, using good enough comedians that you guys have a calendar of dates. Well, I mean, you know. not really, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I think it's also like sort of bullpen mentality where yeah. it's like you see somebody and a joke doesn't hit and then you get on that phone. <laughs> <laughs> get the lefty. Yeah. Get the lefty. <laughs> You're like, call someone uh, up from the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. It is exhausting to be on, although this part of the tour is interesting because we've only had a show every other day as opposed to the six nights a week or whatever. So yeah, I don't yeah, know if he yeah, planned yeah. that on purpose or he just lost, lost steam booking it at the end. But it's been a little bit more relaxing to have a day off to travel and not have a, like not. I got travel an hour to shit show. and shower and then go set up the show. You know, it's just such mm-hmm. a panic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's kind of been like, you know, because I'll post on Facebook like uh, especially at the beginning of the tour, my friends would be facebook.com, uh, part of meta. meta. Um, yeah. uh, I would say like, this Hey, I'm podcast gonna... is getting very meta. Uh, <laughs> we, uh... um, I would say to my friends like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to be in mobile, Alabama. What should I do? Where should I go? You know, or whatever. And then it became like, you know, it's like maybe I'll have an hour or two after the show, before the show or whatever. Maybe we have a day off. And then for a while, it was like someone would be like, how's uh, uh, what is Phoenix like? I was like, well, the shower mm-hmm. <laughs> shower works. And yeah. um, the Hilton th- looks like the Hilton in, uh, in Mobile, actually. It's like it, the same. So, yeah, it, it was literally like uh, the 11 minutes I spent being like, oh, this is Phoenix was fine. Yeah, that's so is there any uh, is, that's interesting. So is there anybody at all? going out after the show and fraternizing or is it like uh having drinks hanging out whatever or is it like the only post-show activity is you guys smoking weed and watching a movie or having sex with somebody (laughs) is that is that i mean maybe you don't want to out people on that one i mean andrew's not having sex with anybody but i I mean mean, that's pretty clear uh (laughs) you know that's why i got time to write all these jokes and then there's a couple uh, on currently there's a couple on the yeah group so that's that's yeah that leaves steve so don't answer that question never mind (laughs) is anybody going out and having drinks or hanging out with with audience members after the show occasionally steve will go meet someone for dinner like he'll have friends come to the show sometimes and be like Mm -hmm. 
I don't know who he's banging or who he's not banging, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't even so, know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, the, like occasionally he'll catch a ride to a restaurant or whatever, but gotcha. That's um, not really other than thing, that, it's like Andrew. I'm rooming with another person and then, uh, you know, the other couples in the other room. And I mean, I know John would, uh, that once seems a week maybe take one for the team or something, but, uh, Maybe you know, you guys just for me, start... it's so few and far between that I can uh, rope someone into that activity, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you guys just need to start hooking up. And well, then, you is know. Is that what the eggplants are? got for? a third, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a threesome? Well, kind of. Uh... Mm-hmm. Funny you should mention it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's... Yeah, all right. And, the, you know, the shows are longer than a 90-minute show because we got Take 90 down, minutes of comedy. We got huge. We show up an hour and a half before doors or whatever, an hour before doors open. Yeah. We got to set up four cameras, audio, a merch table. And huge then the merch, merch line, line is an hour after the yeah. show. So we got a Q&A, which is 20 minutes. And then Leedy comes up and shows her drawings. So it's like a two-hour show. And... um. And then an hour merch line and Deese, you know, break everything down. So, yeah, sometimes I mean, honestly, sometimes I go out just for like a little yeah. like every so often I'll go out just literally to be like in the spirit of like, I should go out like yeah. I should go out and like, you know, John s- likes to wander. I think see, see this something. Stuff. Yeah. See something. And like I'm in this area of town. And then if it's even if it's a seven o'clock show, which is our earliest show, we might be ready to like actually go somewhere at like 1030. So then, and then these places aren't like New York. So a lot of them like shut down at midnight or whatever, shut down at one. And so sometimes I'll walk around just, just being like, Hey, I'm out, I'm out in town. And then I'm also like, yeah, but I didn't do comedy, you know, we have a, we have an unwritten rule of don't go to a second location. Uh, it's like when you're, you know, trying to avoid like when you get kidnapped trying to avoid being killed like um if you're a woman i mean not us but uh <laughs> right yeah obviously yeah. when we're talking about being killed what's important <laughs> is we're in the perspective of three white men yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. God, yeah. uh but like uh i mean i break this all the time but um you know if you're at the bar at the club you just perform for everyone that's at that bar at that club but you go to a new location uh, and you walk in and there's four people who saw your show and they go, oh, this fucking guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And every other dude in the room goes, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What? What's who's this fucking guy? You know? OK. And, uh, now, imagine. Yeah. Now, imagine you didn't. You didn't perform. perform on the <laughs> <laughs> your face was half covered the entire These time. These three guys. In, <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> and then the reason they know you is because they asked you, like, where they're sitting how much is that t-shirt yeah <laughs> that's like the the in the eight minutes that's i get the guy to that meet somebody the t-shirt that's, yeah, that's exactly would you do this he works all over the again? Would you, uh, are you happy with the decision how many times have you tried to quit <laughs> um i'm very i would do it again yeah i think um i wasn't there are definitely like some moments like in the i journal uh, and then the first few days of my journal are like, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do this again. You rip those out and burn them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. See those, yeah. The key to a journal is, you know, you only, if things are right, 
and write forever. Then they're, you keep them, otherwise you burn them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't yeah, want, you don't want to get canceled your journal entry. Sure. Don't want to remember anything or uh -huh. uh, all the n words you write or in reflect, there. Reflect. Uh, that's yeah. When you're practicing drawing it in cursive. I remember that. <laughs> well, it's third grade. They give me that big line paper. I had to write something. That's great. Well, shit. I uh, I'm glad you got. Yeah, I'm glad you haven't. They need a tour manager. It sounds like so. Uh, yeah, it actually uh, it's it's more enjoyable than I thought. And honestly, everyone gets along. That's really like the big deal is like everybody gets along and it's fun to bit around with people. And, you know, and, and yeah, and it's fun to like I being in a, a like small bus with three other like to four other comedians is like a lot of people's idea of a nightmare <laughs> and like 52 percent of the population's like idea of an unsafe situation <laughs> but for me it's great i actually really love it interesting yeah 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 well uh you guys still rocking that uh that one the one uh the one van that do, do you drive all the time john or do you guys rotate that or thankfully we all rotate like, uh, yeah I'll, we do two hour shifts usually mm -hmm. Ah. And then, because uh, the bus, uh, I think only three hours of gas in it anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's kind of <laughs> nice. runs out of gas really quickly. <laughs> Save the planet. I mean, unless I got to get an inefficient school bus <laughs> to drive around my 17 boxes of merch. And then, uh, you know, dump my Freon in the ocean, as the great philosopher. Um <laughs> No, it's uh, it's fine. It's it's getting better, um, you know, and and also the first time you embark on any tour or adventure like this, you're going to fuck up a lot of things. So, um, you know, I think the next couple tours will get better and hopefully Steve's, um, you know, career will keep going steeply in the correct direction and uh, and we'll be uh, on a private jet in no time. There you go. Which I'll be flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-hour <laughs> shifts, though. Two-hour <laughs> shifts, uh, get gas. Uh, Just yeah, don't I... do the landing. That's the scary part. <laughs> well, that's fine. I was in St. Paul, uh, Minnesota, which was good times. And then I just so happened to be there when Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis was having their 30th anniversary weekend. And oh, wow. they've done a thing of, like, every anniversary weekend they do – man a showcase every show of their favorites but it's a different group of five or whatever comics so david crow was in town dave huntsberger chad daniels erica Rhodes. so i didn't end up uh seeing or hanging out with but she was there and uh all these old school comics i'd never known but uh were you know regulars at the club for years and years and years and so that was a good time popped over there was very like uh exclusive kinda and uh I you know, Chad's like their golden boy because he like came up there and now he's he's doing really, really, really well and so and he's my buddy who invited me, so I felt like I'm good. But still a little bit like, Am I allowed to be here? And there's like a back room with pizza and people drinking back there with a curtain and they kept closing the curtain like it was fucking first class. And I was like, all right. Uh, I smell freshly baked cookies. <laughs> and then one comic who's uh, a little kooky and uh, just, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, they were like uh, not on the shows, but have since has moved to Minneapolis relatively recently and was like, 
this is, I, I, I'm going to try and get back there, but I don't know if we can. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. If, we, if we're not allowed, I'm not going somewhere I'm not allowed. So I'll, I'll just wait it out till the audience all leaves. And if at that point it's like, all right, come on back, everybody who's left over, then we're good. And it kind of was that. But then that person claims they got 86 by the general manager <laughs> like an hour later and came over to me and was like, I just got kicked out. And I don't know if it's for good or if it's just for tonight. And I was like, all right, well, <laughs> what did they they're do? a kook. They're, I know, and I just they were like, nope, it's just because. And then I got like paragraph texts from that person while I was there, like, I leave now. Anybody who wasn't on the shows isn't welcome. But I doubled back and told them you're a comic, and I'm like, I, I think hey, I'm leave good. my name out of this. Yeah. I know, like, just <laughs> pretend like they didn't notice me. So I did get one weird look from some like staff, but I was trying to be personable, like, hey, my server, there you are, you were great. You really know how to make a mean nacho plate or whatever. <laughs> and she was like, kind of <laughs> chuckled. But then I walked past past her again, and her and the other <laughs> the other like server were like who's this fucking guy? <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, I ruined it for myself. But, uh, it all was fine. Nobody kicked me out. We you made stayed. it sound like the, the other person was like on a secret assignment. Like they oh, kicked they... me out. I don't know if it's for today or I don't know if it's for life. <laughs> I I'll tell you, I, I made it sound like that because they made it sound like that. <laughs> <You're> not embellishing. <laughs> okay. Exactly how it was. The, you sh I won't. Uh, I'll send you the text message and you'll see the oh, person man. is and you'll figure it out, Andrew. But um, and they I was were Chad. Very, I mean, he's they like were writing like crazy. He's what now? Right. Uh, he just put out another album. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, so it's like, this is the 12th time I've told these jokes. I think it's time to record an album. Like, uh, that's fucking out of your mind. Let me but say this real quick. Really that person, uh, that person who's a little kooky is great and was very nice and uh, was very sweet to try and look out for me. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was, uh, yeah, they, there's nothing wrong with them or anything like that, but it was just a whole, it was a mess and it was anxiety ridden and, uh, but I was like, with a drink, like, I think I'm good. Mm. And uh, then I told Chad all this the next day, and he's like, nah, you're fine. Come back tonight. And then I was like, well, I don't need, you know, I don't know. Oh, man. Like, yeah. In isn't that, intense. Isn't that crazy that he's like, oh, yeah, you know that wall that was between you and us? That was all you. That was anxiety. <laughs> that was in your, that <laughs> curtain that... closed every time we yeah. walked through. That's what East Germany was trying to the tell way, West Germany. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, dude, it's, it's walls in your imagination, Mr. Yeah. Gorbachev. It's <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> he does a great uh, impression. So, yeah, I told me he had to do it for the podcast. There you go. I snuck Ooh. it in. All right. Um, but yeah, Chad but did. Yeah, he he's touring with a new hour right now. Um, that is different from the hour he recorded probably a year or so ago. So I guess like you know whatever. But still, that hour is different from the hour that is his Amazon Prime special. It was only a year before that, which is different than his most famous album. Uh, that uh, went that, to, that was 2019 that that was number one on Pandora. So it came out in late 2018 or early 2019. And we're only 2021 and a year and a half of this. He didn't do comedy. So he's just insane. And it's crazy. And uh, very, very good. But then very sweet and uh, very nice to invite me and then uh you know let me look through the curtain every once in a while <laughs> i had a piece of pizza and then i'm eating the piece of pizza like oh fuck am i supposed to 
I waited till it was all gone and nobody else. I probably shouldn't like have dry my dick through and the cold. I really I regret uh, that glory hole decision. It's so much. Yeah, the glory. Did you say glory hole? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, funny. I can't fit through a curtain. It's, it's, uh... <laughs> Tuna can. What was that, Mike? Wally oh, Walters. Mike Wally Walter. Uh, oh boy. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, fun. Yeah, well, that was good. It was the same club you did. It's good look. Good little fun little room. Yeah. St. Paul, Minnesota. Not bad. But uh, yeah. So where are you? I, where are you guys right now? I don't even. We didn't. Uh... Virginia. We're All Richmond, right. Virginia. <laughs> mm-hmm. You looked at each other like when I asked how long people have been married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you tell. Uh, you tell. You tell. Us. So you good. tell. You tell oh. the story. I still remember the day we met, but um... <laughs> show tonight or sh- no yeah, show, show tonight. tonight. Show tonight. Drive tomorrow. I think show tomorrow too. Show tomorrow. Yeah, but it's only a two-hour drive. Right, and then we go to DC. We got to like DC tomorrow. Yeah, we got DC, Virginia Beach. And then we got to make a break for Pittsburgh for a day off. And then we'll head to like Ohio. The, the booking on this has uh, been stellar. The routing has been uh, top notch. Um, good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I started the tour in Vermont and we ended in Mississippi and now I'm in Virginia, mm-hmm. which is feels like it's on the way to lots of. Uh, well, places. see, the, the, the thing of this is to me, though, is that uh, there is no rotation of the headliners. So uh, <laughs> he's doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he like mean? he hit Omaha like three months after he was there. Yeah. Uh, he's coming back to Portland. He's a madman. I, I don't it, know. Does it affect his uh, health or uh, his mentally? Uh, yeah, he's, oh, he's okay. batshit crazy for sure. All right. All right. Uh, he's he's out of his fucking mind, but um, <laughs> but yeah, um, but very impressive. I love it. I think it's so yeah, great, I do think impressive. it's uh, I mean, that's what's fun too is I get to rotate in and out, and he's stuck doing this whole fucking thing, but yeah, he's the he's the pitching coach, you know, yeah. he's, he's got to watch them every day. The bitching yeah. coach, he makes the sure bitch, he is a bitching coach. And uh, certainly, certainly a bitching mm-hmm. coach. Um. He doesn't listen to this, right? <laughs> no, nobody does anyway. No, we I'll say it to his face. He's a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, not. Oh, I thought he was coaching up, you but... guys being bitches. I thought that was. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. coaching us on how to bitch up. But uh, what else? Um, tell us about your them? background here with like you did improv for a long time. We right? did improv for a long for time. New York City guy. Oh, yeah. you didn't tell me that. Oh, Ugh. yeah. Sorry. It was fine. You know, I'm it's jealous. Actually, I wish I have done. I would have done improv and still can, fun. but yeah. Yeah, it's not too late. There's, <laughs> I mean, every big institution of improv has basically closed in the last year or so. Well, as Steve like to say, there are no professional improv troops. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. So improv sucks. Anything I don't like is awful. Everything and is the terrible. Worst it's the worst. Plenty of people are in movies. I know it makes you literally... happy, but go fuck yourself. Yeah, changed comedy <laughs> over the past twenty years. Terrible. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, I, I did that. Um, I started in New York. At, I actually started in stand up. Uh, I won this. Um, uh, I, I used to book comedians at Rutgers University 
And then I, I actually just like booked an open mic just so I could get up. You know, like I just, I made their half the club owners in America. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. That's exactly. Everyone's like, how did he get on the list? I gave the owner a hand job. Yeah. <laughs> I gave, yep. It was rough. Actually, to be fair, so I did rough. give the owner a hand job. Okay, in that yeah. case. <laughs> it was college. There were plenty of those. Um, but yeah. So then I, I got, I did this mic. Um, and then this guy, Julian McCullough, was there. He's a stand-up. Um, yeah. And he was he was bartending at the Stress Factory. He's like, you should come do mics. So I started doing mics. And then, like, six months in, I won a contest to, like, MC a weekend. And I bombed so <laughs> very hard. Every show? Five. Yeah, it was five shows. Cool. And I bombed so hard every time that well because i had maybe five minutes of material that worked at like eleven thirty on a wednesday night <laughs> and then this was stress factory was this yeah stress, stress factory? factory this who, was... do you remember who was on the shows uh eddie brittle headlined? Uh, headlined well there goes uh -huh. your chances yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh um and uh i just kept talking about how funny women were and he's like this is <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but um, this is not for my audience, young man. <laughs> um, and then um, and then uh, this guy, Danny Bevins, I think, was his oh, name, know, was, uh, oh, was the Chicago, feature. Maybe. I, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I bombed so hard at one point, Eddie, I was outside and Eddie was like, hey, I want you to hear it from me so you don't hear it from someone else. I I asked the club if you could do less time because you're you're <laughs> like struggling you're you're like killing the night you're like oh wow Jeez. yeah and <laughs> hey man i want you to do less time because you're killing what i thought that was a Ooh, good thing I, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 you're the killing night. the mood yeah <laughs> you're destroying you are destroying <laughs> comedian destroys yeah. audience uh -huh. members yeah. aspirations uh <laughs> of a good show <laughs> and a good show. yeah got it wow audience so he... heckles comedian and he deserves it mm-hmm that was pretty okay. So as, as much as that sucks, that's an interesting. Uh, it, he was, uh, you know what? I I asked. I'm taking. I'm not putting this on a manager to have to. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was the nicest thing, honestly, because he was like, <laughs> right? I was like, I can't not suck. I don't have the material to not suck. Like he was. I was like, I know it's not good. And he's like, Well, why are you even doing your material? your literal job is to take the bull he's like you seem like you seem personable you seem like you have stage presence just go up there and he, he just said like mc talk to the crowd ask if there's a bachelorette parties whatever like do four minutes you don't have to do 10 that aren't yeah, working yeah. and then uh and then after that he had me like it actually was the the icebreaker between me and those other comics because then they had me over to their table and they were telling me all their bomb stories. <laughs> wow. like, so it was like really nice. And okay. then I ran away from stand up for pretty, pretty much forever. Did yeah. you go? Do you go back on stage and do a good job of like going, hey, I'm the MC? Yeah, yeah. I, I had one show that went like, OK, okay like that, because, again, I didn't do anything that I wrote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is your uh, material. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And that inspired you to be like, oh, maybe this stand up's not the path. Well, my brother was friends. My brother uh, was friends with this guy, Chris Gethard, who does stand up, wow, now, yeah. who does improv and stuff. So all his friends told me to go see improv. And then I saw it and I was like, I want to do that. And 
it was 18 and a half years ago. And <clears throat> I, uh, I've been through a lot of like the, the schools in New York and I've taught workshops and I taught for UCB for a long time, upright citizens brigade for those who don't know. And, um, uh, <clears throat> yeah, in fact, I, I hopefully will start teaching there. Uh, I'll keep teaching there as they're now online and stuff, but I've been on a lot of improv teams and stuff and, um so Corey, that's interesting that you bring that up so Corey and i used to teach a comedy class that mostly Corey designed the uh, curriculum for mm -hmm. and i just kind of repeated his words but uh he's been teaching on zoom lately and it's been interesting and so i thought you know how do you teach improv over zoom <clears throat> so the, the the great news i'm sorry to say the answer is like i don't actually teach improv anymore oh, i teach okay. like character comedy writing i see and that is a lot easier to teach over zoom <laughs> i don't know how you teach improv well over okay. zoom but the honest answer is i saw some of Corey's class last time and i was like boy he needs help <laughs> well i think the honest answer is that we the the best way to teach on zoom is to cut your three-hour class to two hours <laughs> Uh, that's honestly been across the board as far as any teacher I've talked to about improv or writing. The most helpful thing is just less time because people can't, they, they don't want to pay attention that long. They Interesting. can't. Um, I uh, did an acting class during the pandemic on Zoom because I was ooh. like, why? I mean, just why not? And there was available and uh, it was fine. I'd say uh, what <laughs> I find interesting of like, I try to do a decent amount of instruction because it's kind of like, well, I I get the idea of learning through doing because we also do that. I have them do activities, I have them do exercises, and then I have them do their set on the set, the third and fourth class. They do a set, I get feedback. Mm. But like this acting class was all, like zero instruction and only like literally like we would everybody else would turn their cameras off and it would just be me and andrew and we would do uh an exercise and then they'd be like no no like all right you're doing okay but a little less this or a little more that and it was fine but i was like well you didn't ever, i never got instructed like i never I, got a baseline is there an yeah idea of what i'm supposed to do yeah and it was partly because they a lot of the way pretend you're act, stuck in a loveless marriage. Oh, I can do that. I can do this pretty. Acting classes tell me if I'm wrong, and maybe you don't even. But it like, and maybe it's different than improv. But like, a lot of like people keep doing them over and over and over again. Like they, it's like a sick. Like they for stand up, I'm like, I'm gonna give you the base you're going to do one set and then I'm setting you free, baby. I'm never talking to you again. Um, not entirely true. If they reach out, I'd love to get, you know, I'd love to connect and all that. And a bunch of people still do it, but I feel gross continuing to teach, like to teach them. But acting seems like it's a little different because it's almost like, well, I'm just giving you an opportunity to um, do so exercises. Is it like the, the excuse of like, like uh, if I don't, if you don't have a class, you won't actually you won't do it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, it feels that way. There was some instruction. There was some stuff. I obviously, I clearly, I knew nothing. So I was learning <laughs> because I knew I came in with zero, but everybody else, like she was like, Oh, good to see you again, Jennifer. And Oh, I'm glad you're back. And so they had like a base level that I didn't have. And, uh, so it was kind of a, 
Hmm. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you can even find an active acting class. I mean, you can maybe in non-pandemic times, but that is like literally like you know nothing. Let's start from zero. That's what I need. I want one of those. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, you should be able to. I mean, right. I, I took an acting class over Zoom too, and it was the same thing where it's like there's no. They run it like you would run an improv jam or something. Or yeah. Like, where it's like. You should already know, and whatever comes up now, we're not going to talk principles. We're not going to. We're going to no. talk about what just happened. And if you went like this, uh, you know, yeah. or whatever, like if no. this eye came down because yeah. there was a little light in your eye or whatever, the note, the big note for the week is don't have that light in your eye. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Oh, good, 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 cool. Yeah. Glad well, that was like, my all right. Four minutes. Now, John and Andrew, you go, but then like there's 10 of us. So we watch five groups of two do this thing. So for it's like coaching sports, you know, one of the things is like you have to be good as a coach to not have like too much time where two people are doing a thing and 12 basketball players are on the sidelines for 20 minutes while two people run a drill. It's like, come on, you got to get. Now, sometimes you can have that for rest or water or whatever, but you got to get people doing, people moving. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, you'll go to a lot of like high school where there's a bad coach basketball and it'll be like, like, like that, 20 kids on the sidelines and four kids out running a drill for way too long. Yeah. Uh, anyway. That was, I don't know if you found this, but like in the, in the acting class that I was in, when they would like, I mean, whether this was me or someone else watching it, like, when the, the acting teacher was like making the point and then they were like, do you get it? And the person <laughs> on the other hand doesn't get it, but just no. knows their time is up. They're not going to get any more time. Yeah. So why does it resign? Nice. Being like, yeah, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. And then they uh, didn't want to record because of privacy stuff where I was like, well, come on. Like, I'm not going to put this on the internet. So <laughs> I would like to go back and take a look at some of these things, but, yeah. uh, but that wasn't an option. And so it wasn't super, but I don't know about it. Like I, I literally need one where it's like, this is less than one Oh one. This is like when you go to community college and you didn't do well enough on the equi you know, the equivalency exam to get in the math class. And the, well, Bergazzi has a joke where he's like, I took a class called math. <laughs> like, it literally said that on the book. I need that for improv and acting. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm sure it's out there once people are back in person teaching them. Anyway. Well, now teaching, you're teaching characters and writing? Yeah, like <clears throat> teaching like writing comedic characters, like a lot of mm. like what you see on now, what you'll see like a lot on like Instagram and stuff like that. And that because character comedy really has sort of blown up now as as people are have, have less and less friends and can't form a sketch group you know or something but are also just like you know everyone has a camera and people like now really quick videos mine are not quick they're they're very long but um you know, yeah as <laughs> very you know, long brilliant uh, you know of becky robinson by chance becky robinson sounds familiar uh, but no She's Who's the guy? Is it Trevor? It. Uh, Trevor Wallace. Lawrence Wallace. There you go. Yeah, he's great. But uh, Becky's great, and there's a million. She's not. Uh, she's the one that I know that I think is great, and she's doing a little tour of like uh, theaters and stuff. And she was on Wild and Out a little bit, and she's good stand up too. She's great. 
mm-hmm. then there's a ton of LA women comics who are cute mm-hmm. doing these characters on mm-hmm. Instagram and TikTok. And mm-hmm. it is, they're probably good, mm-hmm. but it's still brutal. <laughs> yeah. Watch. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I, yeah. I, I told that them makes all. Sense. They're like, probably good, but it's still brutal to watch. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At a certain point, it's like if everyone's the same, you know, it's like if there's a lot of this decently good stuff, is it? It's like Chinese food, you know. It's like, is it good even? Yeah, yeah. It's well, you got to raise the if the rising tide, you know, yeah. the minimum. She also is, has is already here. She's to the point where she has higher production too, mm-hmm. so there's that plays a role, and uh, I'm sure has got to have some help with that. So that makes a difference, and. But like on TikTok, I mean, like literally a boy will put it. One of the things they do is they put a towel to sh- that's that's a woman that now they're a woman because they have a towel on their head. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that's their that's their no wit just to t- and these things go crazy viral. And some of oh, that was like a better like than a, the, like, uh, women like comics Afghan character and men comics trying so hard <laughs> to do like a real thing. And you're like, ugh, people like people like like not putting a lot of effort in yeah. online. They really like that. What were you saying, Andrew? Sorry, I kind of. No, I was just making a dumb uh, oh, racist, racist joke. Uh, joke. joke. Yeah, cowhead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's something about the internet. People like less effort sometimes. Um, they like it highly produced and produced great or produced really well, or like bargain basement level. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting. I don't know. I, yeah. I love the bargain basement. I'm a big right. obviously, like, but. <laughs> I'm I'm a big fan of like like when I teach my character classes I'm like if you have if you want to play a robot like write a you know take a cardboard box and make a big robot face over and put it over your head because like again like this is comedy it's like I don't want to get too far from the, uh, About the writing yeah yeah well uh, the joke or the bit yeah yeah or, or just the idea of kids playing with toys that this is playtime a little bit you know um mm. to to get you know, to get too, too heady about it. Uh, Bob Odenkirk had this, um, oh, I like he this. Was on, this great. Yeah. He, he was on, uh, he was on uh, commentary for Mr. Show and he was like, you know, in SNL, we had $30,000 sets or whatever. And, you know, it was so realistic and stuff and it didn't, it didn't help as much as like, and Mr. Show, you could see the, the back shake and you could see the, the people behind it. It wasn't as slick, but it, it, it also didn't get too far from the idea of kids playing with toys. And mm. I think that is great for comedy. I think that's way, way, way better. Interesting. For me, anyway. Sure, sure. People definitely like it. I mean, I, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I, the amount of memes that go viral with misspellings and <laughs> poor punctuation just makes yeah. me insane. But there's something about that that, that that is like, like even some people, per- I've started doing it, people purposely do all lowercase on their tweets, mm-hmm. tweet jokes a lot now, because mm-hmm. there's something about the, I just thought of this, uh, mm-hmm. even if they didn't just think of it. And so I've started just doing that on all my, because I'm like, normally very everything, I mean, the teacher in me, whatever, people judge harsher, like in text, people will judge like, oh, you made it. I'm like, yeah, I, I taught history. I don't doesn't mean mm-hmm. I know everything about education. People are funny like that. Weren't you a teacher? I'm like, yeah, that, one subject. <laughs> make, I don't know calculus. Uh, <laughs> like, but all right. 
And I wasn't even good at that. I was like <laughs> one day smarter than 15 year olds in that one. So like, it's not even like, but uh, yeah. So there's something people like about the spot. In the one day, more like that. 15 minutes back of the book. Uh, fucking yeah. with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry D has such a good joke. You always got that one kid that knows more that reads ahead and you got to be like, oh, you read ahead. Well, how about you come up here and teach everybody? How about that? All right. You think you can teach everybody? Go right ahead. Oh, well, like, goddamn. Yeah. I guess that is how you solve that. All right. Good job. <laughs> anyway. What is are that some, right, uh, everybody? Basic principles of character writing and uh, what, do you, what do you got? Uh... Um, so, so UCB was big on uh, something called the game, which is like basically the fun thing. <clears throat> the idea is that you it's the thing that you return to it's the thing you keep coming back to or whatever makes it fun um you know like um like i used to show that old snl the matt foley uh motivational speaker and be like i keep coming back to i live in the van down by the river or basically like his whole thing was like i'm supposed to build you up but i bring you down so that's it i'm that's i look it. like i'm yeah. going to be i look like i'm going to be doing a good job or i'm trying to do a good job and then I do a bad job. And that is like something that like playing the game and resting the game. And when you rest the game, when you go away from it to sort of build back tension that like maybe you won't do it, you do that a lot by uh, as a character, you invest in the, the real person of the character or you invest in their job or something like that. And then that way you sort of, you know, a lot of yeah. a lot of comedy is just misdirection. Yeah, from the yeah, joke yeah. That's coming. So, yeah, that's I like that phrasing of like playing the game and then resting the game and then investing in the character. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with Frasier for a couple of years of watching that on Netflix every day. And I, at the end of the day, you see this pattern in all these sitcoms where you're like, you just have them do the worst possible thing at every, every fork in the road. Yeah. 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 And then the calamity is just self, you know, and then Whatever. Seinfeld took that to a new level and yeah. Curb took it to a new level. Yeah, yeah. And now Ted Lasso, interestingly enough, I listened to the creator of that, who's an improv guy. Uh, and he was like, well, what if every time there is something like that, Ted just, or the character just apologizes and makes it right? And uh, what weirdly happened in this weird world of pandemic and the whole thing, Ted Lasso went nuts and crazy because something about that was like, oh, we kind of like it when they like, uh, that's the misdirection now of like, oh, he <laughs> yeah. just apologized and fixed it and made it right. Wow. <laughs> and then with some decent jokes and you got yourself a show. But uh, mm -hmm. um, yeah, just I listened to a whole episode of of. Actually, it was, uh, what's that gal's name? She's, uh, that's, Mark that's, what she, that's what she said is the podcast. She's a, she's a great journalist, sports journalist. Anyway, uh, she's always on, uh, on, uh, around the horn. Anyway. Okay. Doesn't Mina matter. Kimes. I love Mina, but the other, nope. it's not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. So it's really interesting to, to be like, oh, that's, that's cool. Cause that was totally turning the normal sit or, or comedy on its head a little bit. What are some uh, of your uh, top five? What do you got? Um, are you like there's people that are like sketchers and some people think it's a boring show about nothing, which it is. But uh -huh. <laughs> oh, I love Seinfeld. Sure. My, I mean, Simpsons, number one. Yeah. I'm one of those. Uh, 
Um, honestly, like, are we talking best like sitcoms? Or are we talking just like my favorite? Whatever comedy. you, whatever you're into. There's no rules on any the comedy. Any comedy. All right. Well, yeah. second for me, honestly, is Looney Tunes. Oh. Uh, Daffy Duck and Homer Simpson are just are my two favorites. They're responsible. I love. I love Daffy Duck because he's kind of an asshole because he's like he's fun, but he's kind of a dick, which is great. Um, and I I have that in me, which is fun. great. I, so that's like I would say that's my favorite. Seinfeld is up there, obviously. Daffy top, Dick. You know, top five. <laughs> what about in this new Oops, world? Where there's no there's no sitcoms anymore. I mean, that's not true, but there's that's the popular comedies aren't sitcoms. So no. What in this new um, uh, you know, like succession to me is hilarious. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have it, it's insanely have funny. It. Yeah, it's brilliant. But it's a it's not even a drama. It's like a drama. Mm-hmm. But it's just so brilliantly written and so funny, and the character—it's just insane how good yeah. it is. But it is not—I mean, it's not a comedy. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, yeah. So well, yeah, I think they're maybe trying to raise the stakes more with 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 dramedy, even. Yeah. Um, I thought the little Dicky show was pretty fun. Um, but again, just, in the yeah. second season, they kind of get away from just straight trying to make jokes and they're like trying to develop a character and trying to do you know mm-hmm. which is fine um it's just interesting how that's uh you brought that up i never really thought about it you know what though i th- sorry go ahead I'm no go ahead no, no, He's not gonna say i don't have oh. a good thing yeah uh i think i think it's coming back though because honestly my like, my two favorite shows my two favorite comedies right now are what we do in the shadows mm. and uh girls five eva i don't know if you saw that it was on peacock it was I don't know so... the second one, but I oh, know it, what we did it was, a, it was a show about like an, an old they were like an old girl group like uh, in the 90s, like for MTV. And then now they're all 40 and they just like are are back trying to oh, like fun. do that thing. It's like a it's a, a Tina Fey, one of one of Tina Fey's like longtime writers. I think Meredith Scardino uh, uh, wrote it and it's it's back to every episode there's a new thing everything comes back and it's maybe maybe there is some little narrative thing like in um shadows with uh guillermo you know possibly being a, a vampire hunter or whatever mm-hmm. like right right, and right right then but overall it's like oh what's the story here the story is uh who gives a shit let's be <laughs> yeah, funny yeah 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 interesting I'll have to check that out. Peacock, huh? another one that I, I think I have that one for free because of something. Uh, I just uh, had to Verizon or something. Cancel reason. my Quibi account. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fascinating. Uh, well, the people should take your classes. That's how do we do that? Uh, currently, you don't. But <laughs> uh, December fifteenth, uh, if you want to go to uh, UCB's uh, UCBLA's website. Uh-huh. And um, sign up for my next character class. It's uh, Wednesdays, uh, seven to ten Eastern, starting oh, I think December fifteenth. Um, Multiple Wednesdays in a row. Eight Wednesdays. Holy hell! All right. Yep, three hours each. But I promise you, this is my guarantee. We will end early. <laughs> yeah. I want but... every minute of that pay how much i pay uh well that's great and follow you on uh, uh youtube say it again for the people uh twitter at john bander and then for youtube go to the the channel characters welcome which is uh uh youtube.com slash characters welcome ucb and uh isn't it www my... dot 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. HTTP. Oh, yeah. Colon. HTTPS. Secure it. I don't. If you're if you get hacked, you Make can't you watch use my. Make you IFP or whatever. ISP. NFTs. ICP. Get me going with some funny, <laughs> some funny lyrics. I. Um, Great. Yeah. Well, oh, and your and your character or yours is what on there? I have a playlist. It's John Bander, J O N. Um, or you could look up even just my my most uh, my I would say my, maybe my best video. Uh, it's called "Your Okay Looking Friend Who You Just Found Out Does Orgies." Uh, <laughs> great. That's me. Yeah. Thank oh, you. good. Yeah. And Andrew's Andrew J Rivers on all the things. I'm Corey Michaelis comedy on all the things, and the podcast is Homeschool with a K. Um, thanks, and we'll see you next time. Hear you next time. Talk to you next time. <laughs>